we see this phenomena in sports most clearly as rookie mistakes. What we are really referring to is someone's lack of experience causing them to misread or overlook a pattern a more experienced player would have seen, like a quarterback who throws an interception because his safety baited him into believing he was headed in a different direction, or the basketball player who gets caught up and chooses to shoot the ball instead of passing it to a wide open teammate. Yet for some reason, we, do, we don't afford the same process to ourselves. As new real estate investors, we expect ourselves to be perfect, to perform as the experienced ones do. When we don't, we quit and assume we just weren't cut out for this. Can you imagine how catastrophic this would be if professional athletes did the same? Peyton Manning would have realized he threw too many interceptions to be, to be a good quarterback and would never have broken the records he did. Great players play long enough to allow their brains to start sensing patterns emerging more quickly to anticipate changes and beat the opposition. If you want to be a great investor, you have to go through this same process. You have to make mistakes and commit yourself to a learning process. If you don't understand the inner workings that make the whole thing tick, that will lead you to gaining the confidence to apply your skills anywhere. A huge problem for many investors is that their mind is trained to look for reasons not to do something, especially with out-of-state investing. They see it as unsafe, unstable, and dangerous, so they don't look much deeper and miss out on all the opportunities it brings to build wealth faster and more efficiently than traditional models. I am going to discuss the, object, the objections, address the valid concerns, answer all the tough questions, and put the outdated and misguided assumptions about out-of-state investing to rest. I'm here to tell you that you can invest out-of-state in a way that is almost identical to how you invest in your own backyard. If you are reading this book, it is safe to assume that one of your goals is to grow wealth through real estate. As Carnegie said, real estate has created millionaires more than any other profession. You don't have to be a genius or a wealthy hedge fund manager to recognize that real estate is manageable, controllable, and follows patterns. Real estate comes in many shapes and sizes which can work for anybody. It's not reinventing the wheel, but more so making sure to invest where it makes sense for you and your personal situation, not where it's convenient, close, or comfortable. Wealth isn't going to fall in your lap. You have to go build it. If you're going to do that, you need to know where to find it. Maybe you're at the top of your market, maybe prices are too high to find rental property, you want to know how to use real estate to grow your wealth when buying in areas that may not be close to you. For years, this has been considered foolish. They've been warned not to set sail for the far end of the sea. For surely, they would fall off the other side when they reached the end. The key is, some of us have learned the world isn't flat. It is wise to listen to the advice of men and women who have gone before you. I also believe we can easily fool ourselves into taking advice from someone who sounds smart, but who has no first-hand experience. Don't continue to believe something just because others say it may be so. Don't continue to operate under assumptions that haven't been tested. The why behind the what explains how things work. 
Let's take a second to explore how out-of-state investing came to be known as risky, why at one time this made perfect sense, and how the world has changed to make this no longer the case. Don't trust your gut. Curiosity will conquer fear even more than bravery will. James Steffens. When I tell people I invest out of state, it almost always elicits a strong reaction. People sit forward in their chairs, adjust their body position, and typically give me their full attention. They want to know how I manage all the tasks that are part of real estate investing. Do I fly out and look at each house? How do I find the contractors? How do I make sure they don't run off with my money? Do I use property management? If I turn the question back on them and ask why they wouldn't try out-of-state real estate investing, I'm typically met with a shoulder shrug followed by the response, I don't know, man. I just couldn't buy a house I've never seen. Everyone says it, but very few of them really know why. Instead, it has just become a mindless, accepted belief that you need to see a house before you buy it. The whole thing just feels natural, doesn't it? You have to walk the holes, get the feel for the layout. You want to be excited and feel good about a purchase. This bit about a purchase this big, right? How can you know what you're buying if you don't go look at it? It's just common sense to think that the risk gets bigger the farther away it is from you. The problem is when I ask people why they believe that or what they're basing the belief on, they usually can't come up with many objectives, facts to back it up. The reality is People feel uncomfortable buying a property they can't see in an area they don't live in, and fear has a lot to do with it. The thing is, you aren't buying a home, you're buying a small business, an investment. There aren't many reasons to feel so afraid if you're looking at things from an investor's perspective. Investors focus on numbers, consumers focus on feelings. Going beyond our gut feelings as real estate investors forces us to get serious about our guidelines. If you want to get into real estate investing and think your feelings will be a good financial barometer, you are making a rookie mistake. It can be scary, but decisions that once terrified me are now on autopilot. It takes a different level of thinking. When D.A.R.E., a program with police departments to keep kids off drugs, was popular when I was a student, officers would go to elementary schools and talk to kids about the dangers of drugs and alcohol. One of the more common things they would show us was how hard it, would, it is to trust your motor skills when impaired by alcohol. The officers would place a pair of drunk goggles on students and then ask them to walk in a straight line. The goggles were designed to filter the image coming through them in a way that confused the students' brains much as alcohol would. We all laughed hysterically at students after students tried to walk in a straight line wearing the goggles, but were unable to. Despite their intense focus and effort, when it came to my turn, I was able to walk the entire line straight from beginning to end without much difficulty because I thought about the solution at a different level. My peers and teachers were amazed and all thought I had some kind of superpower. The officer, however, just smirked and chuckled. He knew exactly what I had done to defeat the system and appear sober. All I had to do was close my eyes. The act of closing my eyes 
remove the stimulus that would have confused my brain and caused the senses I normally relied on to go haywire. By relying instead on my natural sense of balance, controlled by the inner ear, not my eyes, I was able to appear unaffected. Simple, right? Real estate investing should work the same way. Your emotions are the goggles, and your sense of balance is the numbers you use to evaluate properties. By learning to tune out emotions, you can walk freely and easily in the world of real estate investing, while those around you stubble, stumble and fall. It is the act of relying on a different set of parameters than those you are used to that will bring success in this business. It takes the act of faith of closing your eyes and blocking up the senses you have used to make decisions your whole life to award you with the wealth you seek. If you are relying on the wrong advice or the wrong senses, you can stumble and fall, setting you back years and erasing hundreds of hours of time and money. Don't fall because you're afraid to close your eyes. Akira Mori a wealthy Japanese real estate developer worth approximately $5 billion has said, in my experience in the real estate business, past success stories are generally not applicable to new situations. We must continually reinvent ourselves, responding to changing times with innovative new business models. The fact is, you're simply doing things the same way they have always been done is all it takes to succeed the same people will be the only ones succeeding what makes business exciting are the new doors that are open for those who anticipate changes to the market and get there first this levels the playing field unless the new guy have a chance to compete with those who have traditionally dominated the market disrupt the norm for a long time, investing out of state was incredibly difficult to do. Before the internet, real estate was run so differently. Real estate brokers wielded intense power because they were the sole gatekeepers to the information. If you wanted to, if you wanted to know what was for sale, you had to go to a broker. If you wanted to know the price, pictures, or details of the listing, you needed to ask a broker. If that broker wanted you to buy one of his or her listings first, that was what you were shown. There was no way for people to know what was available to them because the information just wasn't available. And you had to trust the broker because brokers controlled the cards. They could very easily mislead clients. When you asked whether a home was priced fairly, it was very difficult to determine unless you had intimate experience and knowledge of that market. You just had public records kept at the tax assessor's office. You would have to go request in person and then read on your own. If you wanted to know what the school rating was like in a neighborhood, you had to actually know someone aware of the reputation of the school district. The same was true for crime stats. If you were looking at a home in a new neighborhood you were unfamiliar with, how would you determine whether it was safe? Would your tenants want, you, want to live there? Would your tenants themselves likely be criminals with no online crime stats to look up? 
you are more likely likely to be relying on the inf information provided to you by your real estate agent or broker. When people don't have information, they rely on trust. When people rely solely on trust, the odds of being taken advantage of increase exponentially. Unfortunate situations like this led to out-of-state investors being easy targets and getting a bad name. The whole thing was ripe with opportunity for fraud, and that's exactly what happened. Imagine people buying houses over fair market value because Wisconsin prices seemed cheap to a California buyer, or buying homes that needed major repairs because the inspector collaborated with the agent to give less than accurate information. People bought in neighborhoods that locals were leaving and in known gang areas because they are shown pictures of beautiful front yards. Investors had no other way of knowing whether the deal would work. Only those with an inside scoop or an ally in the area could really know what they were buying, where they were buying, or who would be living in it. The lack of information created an unfair advantage for anyone who could get accurate information. These were were the industry leaders who monopolized the marketplaces and gobbled up all the best deals for themselves. The whole system seemed rigged, and that's exactly why it was wise counsel to tell someone to stay far, far away from out-of-state investing. The internet and smartphones have changed the game, but not everyone has realized this yet. Zillow is a great example of this. It's a website that allows home seekers to search the database of local multiple listing services, MLSs, to see available properties, pictures, locations, statistical analysis, price estimates of homes for sale, and other pertinent information. Zillow's service is pretty dang simple, but it has revolutionized the way people buy real estate. Home buyers are no longer captive to brokers who have all the information. Instead, the modern home buyer turns to Zillow and starts looking immediately at what's available to compare the houses in a neighborhood. If you are a real estate agent who wasn't able to adapt to this new advance in technology, you likely lost a huge percentage of your market share. If you were someone who recognized how powerful and influential Zillow and its competitors became, you likely were at the very front of a huge land grab, land grab and made yourself quite a bit of money. The agents who adapted to the new model survived and thrived. The emergence of Zillow in the residential real estate sector changed the entire way business was done when it shifted the rules of the games away from the brokers and towards the clients. Technology changes things and uses a well and using its in using it well wields a weapon that the competition cannot compete with learn this remember this train your mind to look for ways to take advantage of it we are going to talk about how technology can assist you in your goal of buying rehabbing and managing out of state rental property investing in your own backyard.
Investing in your own backyard is another way of saying investing where you know. It is good, sound advice that you are likely to do better investing in an area you inherently understand. Investing in an area where you live makes things much easier. It's easy to drive by a house, walk by it, and see how it looks. It's easier to feel comfortable with your decision when you know you can drive by every now and then to see that the tenants haven't burned the house to the ground. There is a very powerful core truth wrapped up in the idea of investing in your own backyard. But the real wisdom is that you understand the market where you're investing. It doesn't matter that the area itself is near you. It just matters that you know it. You need to know what you are buying. You need to know why you are buying it. Good investors understand this, and it is one of the reasons they have been so bearish about out-of-state investing over the years. Know that different real estate markets have behave. Know that real different real estate markets behave differently, with their unique pros and cons, strengths and weaknesses, price points, sensitivities to market cycles, and opportunities for investors. There's a wide range of options different markets offer that make real estate investing such an attractive vehicle for the average Joe. Nearly everyone can find a market that works for his or her situation. Once you realize you don't have to be limited by geography, you can see the true potential that real estate investing can bring to your life. The crop analogy. Think of different real estate markets as different fields to grow crops. Each field has different soil, sunlight, water access, and minerals that determine where which crop will grow best. If you are a farmer and plan to invest in growing a certain kind of crop, it's important to know which crop will grow in the field you own. It would be foolish to plant peas in a field where only corn grows well. Knowing your own backyard would serve you well in the sense that you would understand which crop to plant. This would result in higher likelihood of a successful harvest and an increase in your wealth. Smart farmers know what they can plant and where. But the question is, what if the crops that grow where you live aren't the crops that are selling for much right now? What if, rather than insisting on growing crops only in your own field, you went and rented a ground from another farmer in a different area? What if rather than only learning how to grow corn, the lifeblood of your own agricultural area, you studied the underlying fundamentals of farming and learned to plant peas, peach trees, grapes, and many other kinds of crops? What if you realize that the process of growing has similar patterns that emerge no matter what kind of crop you plant? The wise farmer would surely understand that while different crops require different knowledge to grow, they all follow a similar pattern. They would be able to hire people anywhere, not just in his or her own hometown. A farmer dedicated to the study of agriculture would have full confidence that he or she could do this well. If you studied farming instead of just copying other farmers, you wouldn't hesitate to apply what you learned in the areas where it made the most sense to do so. As real estate investors, we don't plant crops, but we do plant seeds, in a sense. 
Real estate investing is a get rich slow game. Each property I buy is purchased with the understanding that I am planting a seed that will someday grow into a large, powerful tree, supplying me with more fruit than I'll ever need and giving me the opportunity to plant the seeds it produces. Well, I typically want to know that that property will be producing for me right out the gate. I don't expect to, the production to be much. The real value comes years later when rents have risen, inflation has lifted my property's value, and I have created significant equity by paying down the loan balance. Just like a farmer, I don't plan to harvest my crops when they are young. I will wait for them to mature just like a farmer. I don't want to be pigeonholed into growing a specific type of crop because that because that's all people grow where I live. It's about knowing when and how to diversify. Don't settle on one backyard. Investing in many backyards is a great idea. Meant to help you grow well strategically. The best real estate investors will invest in areas where demand is growing, not just in what is geographically close. Understanding different areas, emerging markets, and price-to-rent ratios is a crucial aspect to real estate investing well. I understand the fears, concerns, and worries you may have. I understand the stigma real estate investing has earned over the years, but it's different now. We have resources, content, and a brand new system with which to buy real estate that we didn't have before. Keep an open mind as I walk you through exactly how I buy, rehab, and manage out-of-state investment property. If you want to build wealth, buying real estate is the best way to do it. If you want to build that wealth faster than everyone else, combining different real estate investing strategies like flipping, buy and hold rentals, and anticipating slash reacting to the market changes will enable you to enjoy the best that each aspect has to offer while avoiding the worst. Don't be an investor who just plants a seed, walks away, and comes back 30 years later to see what the tree looks like. Be an investor who diligently studies what to grow, where to grow it, and how to hire field hands to do so. It doesn't matter where you start. What matters is what you do and where it takes you. I'll show you how to put out-of-state teams together to work on properties you buy to make a profit. I'll tell you how to use modern technology to make the entire process feel seamless and efficient. How to figure out where to buy, what strategies to use different for different markets, and how to, to know when it's time to pack up and move on before the market changes. Once all of this is done, I'll give you some great tips on how to learn your market so you can maximize the value the area provides and help you get the very most out of the money you spend by doing so. By the time you finish this book, you will know how to buy, rehab, and manage out-of-state rentals and flipping opportunities. I'll also teach you a lot about the different jobs you can hire, from the agent to the property manager to the contractor and everybody in between. You will understand how to keep them happy, how to manage them well, how to manage them well, how to get the best workers, and how to keep them once you find them. As the progress through as you progress through your career, you should be able to open this book 
find help, advice, and guidance on whichever aspect of investing you are struggling with. It is my hope that once you realize how different real estate is from what it used to be, you will also realize how many opportunities are available to you that you never knew existed. I started investing in out-of-state property because I had no choice. Properties in my own backyard had appreciated to the point that they no longer cash flowed positively. I had no idea what I was on to when I first began to look at out-of-state property, buying it, rehabbing it, and then renting it out. What began as something I thought was a necessity became something I've become extremely excited about. It ended up making me a millionaire by the age of 30 without my realizing it was happening. The potential to buy different markets and enjoy the fruits of those markets' strengths opened up doors for me I never thought were possible. With that came exciting opportunity. I can now flip houses in one area and use the proceeds to buy high class cash flow properties in another. I can ride the cycles of the coastal markets, buying at the bottom and then selling at the top, only to move my capital gains to a more stable market. I can take risks in buying property as appreciation plays out because I know I have strong cash flowing opportunities to prop me up and mitigate the risk elsewhere. Once you understand the fundamentals of real estate investing, you'll learn to apply them anywhere. When you invest in real estate, you build wealth in your sleep. You build it while you're working at creating other wealth. You build it while you're on vacation and when you're at work and when you're working out at the gym. Like many of you, I worked in nothing but blue collar jobs and had no advantage. Nobody to give me a handout and very few mentors during the process. When I bought my first rental property, I unknowingly backed into the most powerful wealth building vehicle I would ever find and started a journey I will later come to love. In my opinion, it is the very best means of creating wealth for an average Joe like me. I want to teach you how to do exactly what I did while working a full-time job over 90 hours a week for several years. I was able to build a portfolio of over 25 rental properties with several millions of dollars in equity. During this process, I learned how to work as efficiently as possible, how to leverage technology to work for me, how to hire people to do things better than I could, and how to build a network of team members actively looking for deals and working on my behalf. During this journey, I learned a lot of things the hard way and paid a price. Let me shorten that learning curve for you to achieve the same success I now have in much less time. Real estate is an incredibly powerful vehicle to build wealth, create passive income, and take control of your life. I know that not everyone lives in an ideal market to get started. Don't make excuses to not move forward. Make progress toward your goal of financial freedom. Don't make excuses to not move forward. Make progress towards your goal of financial freedom. Landlords grow rich in their sleep without working, risking, or economizing. John Stuart Mill